Hey, yo, welcome to Straight Net. I want to thank everyone who gives us a listen. We really appreciate y'all. For all of my Spotify listeners, if you have a comment, feedback, or a question that you'd like us to address in a future episode, be sure to leave that down below on the episode page. For Apple users, Apple Podcast users, or all other platform users, follow and reach out to us on Twitter. That's the best way to give us a comment or a question at Straight Net. Now, let's get on to the show. Grizzlies versus the Cavaliers. 10-game win streak on the line. We just got back. We saw this live in person. Mm-hmm. What did y'all think? Give me your takeaways. Uh, I mean, well, first and foremost, I thought this was going to be a blowout just due to the fact that the Cleveland Cavaliers didn't have Donovan Mitchell. And the Memphis Grizzlies are amazing at home. They have, like, one of the best records at home. So, I honestly thought that the Memphis Grizzlies would... I didn't think that they would necessarily blow the Cleveland Cavaliers out, but I knew that, for a fact, before the game, I thought that they were going to win by at least 10 points. It would be, like, a comfort win, you know. I felt like they were going to leave by at least 20 during the games, and the Cavs would probably come back, you know, during the third or fourth quarter. But I knew for sure that the Memphis Grizzlies would win, but due to the fact that they won by only one point... It was, it, it was kind of like, I mean, it had me on the the edge of my seat. You know, I, I, I didn't feel like that the, the Memphis Grizzlies, to me, I mean, I honestly feel like this was kind of a disappointing win because the Cleveland Cavaliers, they didn't have Donovan Mitchell, who was their best player. And like I said, I, I didn't think that, I didn't expect this to be a blowout. I thought it would be a close game just because of how the Cavaliers play. But, I mean, to win at the last, literally, the last minute, it was kind of disappointing me. I thought they were winning by at least 10 points and a comfortable win. But at the end of the day, they won. They got the job done. And they won at home. So, I mean, I'm, I'm still proud of them. But it was kind of a disappointing win in my eyes. I was able to take away three things. <coughs> First thing for Cleveland, Darius Gar- Garland, he proved that he can step up to the plate. 24 points tonight, 14 assists. 14 assists? 14 assists. Man, he was, man, I ain't going to lie. At one point of the game, bro, he was outdoing John Morant. Uh, pro, yeah. I swear to God, it was like at one so at a point during the third quarter. Well, I mean, John Morant didn't play like probably like four minutes of the third and like the next five of the fourth. But during that time, yeah, man, Darius Garland was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Another thing I took away was whenever John Morant may be able to perform in, on the scoring end, Desmond Bain will step up to the plate. He got 25 points tonight. And not only that, Steven Adams with the game-winning point, I think he's someone that a lot of, I would say probably a lot of people on TNT, ESPN are overlooking Probably because he doesn't play for a big market team like New York, L.A., you know, Golden State. But Steven Adams, low-key, he's been doing a lot for Memphis. Getting game. He, he just secured a W for us tonight. Mm-hmm. Even though he only had 13 points, 10 rebounds, people aren't going to talk about, oh, shit. look at Steven Adams. He looks mediocre on paper, but when you see him play in person – that's a totally different perspective. I feel like Steven Adams is like 
the classic impress like the classic example of like you can give me a twenty point per game score or Steven Adams and I will tell you that Steven Adams is a better player, even despite his numbers because of what he does on the floor, his hustle, his rebounding. Memphis is number one in rebounding in the league and he's like bro, he's like he's the piece that, that helps that uh be possible. I learned that Darius Garland is fast as <laughs> Yeah, he he's, yeah. A, he's fast as boy. That boy fast. John Moran's fast, but Darius Garland's fast. He's out there with him man, in terms of like bursts of speed. And I even told that during the game. I was like, man, I think Darius Garland and John Moran's like the two fastest guards in the league. Who yeah. else? Darius, De'Aaron Fox. Well, yeah, you got to count yeah, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox out there. I mean, LeBron up there too. But LeBron is just. I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't consider him as a guard. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not a guard either. Yeah, he's not. He's not a guard. I mean, he but, plays guard. But, but to consider him being up there with guards, that's that's just speaking to LeBron's greatness. But. Yeah, I, I say like the two fastest players in the NBA are De'Aaron Fox and John Morant for sure. But I mean, John Morant didn't really show his fast ability. Yeah, John Morant was, was kind of quiet tonight. He was, and he yeah. he ever what well, he well he had like, like 24, 24, 24, yeah, 25, he 24. Be, bro, I, yeah, and that's that's the thing about. I thought like he would hit at least one three, you know, because we're at the Grizzlies. He shoots better at home. Mm-hmm. He didn't even make one three today. No, I mean, and they, and they still won. He still dropped twenty four, which is great. And but I felt like the how the Cavaliers play, you know, they clock up the paint, and John Morant. It, that's one of his best things. That's one of his best attributes to is getting into the paint. He's like top five in scoring in the paint. So I was like, you know, they're gonna sag off of him and force him to make that shot, make him force him to make the three pointer. But he didn't. Even, he literally didn't even shoot. Uh, make one three today, which is kind of surprising to me. But like I said, I mean, at the end of the day, a win is a win. The Grizzlies won by one point, which I feel like they should have won by at least five or ten. You know, some 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 sort of comfortable. <laughs> Comfortable lead, but hey, they won, so a win is a win. Y'all ready to give Dylan Brooks an apology? No. Uh, great. I mean, it was a great, great last minute shot. Oh, y'all said Steven great Adams sealed the game for us. I think Dylan Brooks sealed yeah, the game he, for he, us. He, he, I mean, that he was a good block at the yeah, end. That was, he, man, that if, if anything like showcases Memphis, I feel like Dylan Brooks is like the heart and soul of Memphis. Yeah. If, if he goes, our culture kind of goes with him. Like, this. I love Dylan Brooks now, man. We were talking we talking so much shit about him earlier, especially when Cody was on here, like how he needs to get traded and or change the way he plays, celebrates too much, shows too much passion, but this is what he do. Yeah, I mean, I I never said it. I know, I know for sure that I, I I never said that he would he should get traded. I feel like he was always on and obviously like for Dylan Brooks, it's just a matter of if he's on, he's on. If he's off, he's off. But the one thing that you can't question it's his defense. His defense and intensity is always going to be there, and that's why I love them. And that's why I kind of hated that Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, we traded De'Anthony Memphis because he's a he's a great player on both ends of the floor. And if you look at the, what he's doing for the Philadelphia 76ers right now, he's, he's playing great for them. But at the same time, Memphis has been great without him. You know, so uh, at the end of the day, he's still, he's still like, we need somebody like De'Anthony Melton, but D, uh, Dylan Brooks is still a valuable part to the Memphis Grizzlies, and I feel like if we lose him, it, it's gonna take a toll on us. It's gonna like, it's gonna do some damage because we really don't have anybody else 
that has the can D defensive. Re- can it be replaced? He can't. He can't be replaced. He can't replace, huh? No matter as even even if he is an off and off and on player, he can't be replaced. Mm. He takes the best matchups. Yeah, he took he guarded Darius Garland like. Yeah. He took Darius Garland as an assignment tonight. And we need that defensive tenacity. We need we we really don't have another player that can play like him. He gets in foul trouble every now and then, but at the end of the day, he's our pretty much our best defender. So, I mean, yeah, we should definitely keep Dylan Brooks. Great defensive play at the end of the game to seal the deal. I mean, if Darius Garland would have hit that shot, we would have been sad right now. Uh-huh. We would have been sad. That's not the 10-game win streak right there. Yeah, we would have been real sad, especially at home, too. So, shout-out to Dylan Brooks. Great play. But at the end of the day, I feel like he's still – he he's still there. He's he's an, he's still an off and on player, but he needs to stay with the Grizzlies. What do you guys think about Aldama scoring sixteen points tonight? The most out of any bench player tonight. Quiet. 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 Underrated. Great shooter. Four or six from three. Good defense. Nah, I feel like yeah, yeah. I think he's hit like at least one three a game. Yeah. One three game, literally at least one three game. He's coming off the bench, so he's uh, he's definitely underrated. I messed up not putting him on my bench on my all my five my OP five bench. I take Jalen Noel off and put Aldama in there. He's that good. He's developed into such a good solid player off the bench. One of them players are like, man, if we lose him, like, how do you replace that? <laughs> you know, that takes time and and effort to develop a player like that. For real. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like the Grizzlies have a, a very underrated bench. The Grizzlies are one of the teams in the NBA that go through a lot of their rotation. Like, they rotate 10 players. Now, of course, when playoff times, when the playoffs hit, they're not going to rotate 10 players. But they're one of the few teams who can rotate their players equally and expect them to all produce. And they all produce from Sarah Williams, I mean Ty Jones, one of the best players are coming out of the bench, Santiago Dama. I mean John even, Conchar. Exactly. Xavier Tillman. All of those players come off the bench and they know their role. You know, they they all know what they need to do. They're all gonna touch the ball. Yeah, exactly. Sure everybody's gonna touch the ball on the on the bench. And the whole team in general. Exactly. And I I feel like that's really what's underrated about the Memphis Grizzlies. Because even when Jaw is hurt or was hurt, the Grizzlies do good even without y'all. Now, mm-hmm. of course, I'm not saying, like, I would prefer for the Grizzlies to play without y'all because y'all is, you know, potential people, superstar, one of the people. best players. Yeah, he had, he had times in this game where he broke our, like, our cold streak. You know, we're going on, like, a cold streak where we're getting – Oh, uh, go three, two possessions without a basket, and then Jaw will come and bail us out with an one layup, mm-hmm. quick layup. Like, yeah, he's like that type of player that we need, like a superstar, like that can take the bu- take the basket and kind of uh, release that pressure of like, ah, oh, we haven't scored a bucket in a minute. You know, we've been locked up. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I feel like the Grizzlies are even. They're like the top two, top three best teams in the NBA right now, and I feel like honestly, I feel like they're still not giving. They're not getting enough credit as they should be. They're not getting because if you think about the MVPs, who's in the MVP race right now? I mean, Jokic, who Mm -hmm. their team has the yeah, Luka Luka's in there. But the Memphis Grizzlies are pretty much the second, the third best team in the NBA. 
It's the 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 Celtics, the Nuggets, and the Grizzlies are the top three teams record wise in the NBA. I believe if you go, if you're gonna put it in John Morant, you should put you should put him right next to Jason Tatum. He True. should. He belongs. He, he I honestly feel like John Morant belongs in there because he's lead. He's the best player on one of the best teams in the NBA. And if you look at the other MVP candidates, they're all the best players on one of the best teams in the NBA. So that's why is y'all not getting talked about? That's kind of the dilemma. It's like the Boston and the the Grizzlies and the Nuggets kind of playing a way where everybody's gonna touch the ball, and the Nuggets, of course, Jokic just kind of stands out because I feel like he's on the league. He's in the league of his own with his playmaking, just one of a kind. But everybody's gonna touch the ball, so that's that isn't as flashy as one player taking over and scoring a bunch of points and getting triple doubles like Luka Doncic with the Mavs or. Joel Embiid with the Sixers, so I feel like those players are going to get way more love from the media because they're going to put up those super high-scoring games that they need to have for their teams to win. When, like, John Moran and Jason Tatum, if they miss a night, like, it's okay. Like, their team is going to pick up their slack. Jokic misses a night. I don't know. (laughs) Jokic is kind of different. Jokic is just different, bro. He's like, he is the Nuggets offense, but if Ja and and Jason Tatum miss a night, like, okay, that's fine. Like, next man up type like they're gonna, you know, their teams are gonna pick it up. Yeah, and and I think that's the difficult thing about the MVP because I mean, like JD just said, if you take Jokic off of that team, that Nuggets team, you're expecting them to lose, or you wouldn't be surprised if they lose to any team in the NBA. Yeah. They might be competitive. They still got Jamal. They still got MPJ. Yeah, and yeah. if you look at the roster compared to, so just take Jokic off of the Nuggets and take Ja off of the Grizzlies. Who has the better roster? It's the Nuggets. You know, the Nuggets have the better roster or the better team. Than the Grizzlies? You think yeah, so? I think so. And on paper? On paper, yeah. On paper, yeah. I think so. You make an argument, yeah. On paper, yeah. They have the best. I mean, because look. Hold on, hold on. Who is, the second, who is the second best player on the Grizzlies? Desmond Bain. Who is the second best player <laughs> on the Nuggets? Jamal. Exactly. Exactly. You know, who's the third best player? Desmond Bain's better than Jamal. You would say that Desmond Bain is better than Jamal Murray? Yeah, at this season, yes. Hell yeah. I yeah, think so. I, I say this season too, but in general. How it's know? looking, but the season isn't over. Exactly. Okay, nah, don't, but, I, but don't I'm, get not, ahead I'm, of I'm not going to go to the future, though. I'm going to go into what's going on right now, though. Yeah, how it's looking, but, but as, as of now, not Desmond Bain is, is a better player than Jamal Murray, bro. It's not even a debate, I feel like, about that. It's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of difficult situation because they both play difficult. I mean, they play different roles, you know. Desmond Bain is not a player you could say, give him the ball and go give me a bucket. You, you, te- you technically can, in a way. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, a, yeah, he's definitely he's, a better shooter. He's capable of it, though. Yeah, but at the same time, who would you prefer to give me the ball, go give me a bucket? It's Jamal Murray. Jamal, but who do you want on defense, though? Who do you want? I, I say Desmond who, Bain. Who do you want off ball? I say Desmond Bain as well. I'm saying. Yeah, but. But all right, so let, all right, so let's say that Desmond is a better player. Let's take a look at the other players on the Grizzlies bench, you know? Okay, you got MPJ, who is very, very inconsistent. Inconsistent. As of right now. Very because, inconsistent. Uh, but uh, because of injury, of course. And then you got Dylan Brooks, who is also kind of the same. But who's the fourth best player for the Denver Nuggets? You that, feel like? That's where it kind of gets tricky, but. Do you say uh, Bones Highland is the fourth best player for them? Coming off the bench as a spark plug? He's been playing excellent. Then I'll give you Jaron Jackson. 
And then, even after that, I can give you Tyus Jones, who's the best six-man off the bench, even better than Ty, than Bones Highland. Even better than Westbrook? Yeah. I feel like Tyus Jones is more is better than Westbrook. I feel like we have the best. I feel like Tyus Jones should win six-man six of the year. I don't know now. Keep it up. Tell me what's on your mind. Why? His efficiency. Efficiency? Yes. I don't know now, bro. So, six-man of the year award. Westbrook has a lot. He has a lot? He has a lot. He has a lot. He's averaging pretty much a triple double. But this is where we get lost because bench. this is where we have to take accounting six uh, um, uh, winning because how are we going to give somebody six man of the year when their team is losing? How mm. kind of how kind of because uh, how uh, what's that? Not ironic, but how um, um, what is like a polar opposite? What's that called? Um, oxymoronic. Does that sound when like tomorrow? When like you're six man of the year, but your team is. <laughs> Put your team's losing, bro. I mean, like, six man of the year, I feel like historically has been on winning teams. And it should stay that way because if you're gonna be a spark plug for a great team, you should your team should be winning. That's like a given to me, in my opinion. I don't know how y'all feel about that. No, yeah, it, yeah, to a certain point, but I feel like what's a rest book, he definitely has a six man lock because he can start on the team. He can start on more teams than Ty Jones can. And nah, he does Ty, more. No, nah, no. Nah. Well, you're saying other teams, but Tyus Jones can step in for the Grizzlies and they but still he, he, win He's games. been doing it for a long time, though, you know? Tyus Jones has been doing it for a long time. He's been, like, one of the best backup point guards in the NBA. And he still hasn't even been in consideration for the sixth man of the year award. I feel like he just hasn't gotten the love. And he ain't been on that team that's been winning. But, I mean, this year he's got it. And he's put up just great efficient numbers I, I don't he's have, always been like that you know i don't have his numbers on live but i'm pretty sure that he is super way more efficient than westbrook at he's coming yeah. up the bench like he's one of the best he averages no turn pretty much no turn yeah great his turnover turnover ratio is yeah. is crazy his field goal percentage is gonna be better his three-point percentage is gonna be better um of course his assist number may not be as great as westbrook but if we pulled up even more advanced stats of, in terms of generating shots for players, I'm pretty sure that Westbrook ain't going to be miles ahead of Tyus Jones. But take away the stats. Who 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 you having the better player? Give me you, Tyus Jones, bro. Over West, Russell Westbrook? Right, right now, yeah. Stop it, bro. Stop it, bro. Yeah, it is hard to say Come on, Tyus, man. Jones, Tyus, so easily. Tyus Jones. You bro. are taking a, an MVP, a but they, former but they, but MVP. Look, bro, this is where you get caught up on the end. This is where Come we get caught up on that on, on 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 the past accolades. That was in the no, past, no, no, and I'm no, looking no, at no. what's happening right now. Who's providing me the winning right now? And it's Ty Jones, and I okay. feel like respectfully so. Okay, he is providing the winning, but at the end of the day, six man of the year does revolve around being a productive contributor off the bench. You got to think about. It. I, I know what you, I know where you're coming from. That his team is winning. But that has nothing to do with him being six men of the year. Ishmael, so the Grizzlies example, winning. If, so Ty Jones has absolutely tell this, no. Tell me this. So Ty Jones has no. Should most most improved player of the year has to be on, say the Celtics. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, no. don't, don't, don't no. say no, no. It, Miss, most improved Bobo, player so and six men of the year can, are completely Bobo different things, be, bro. Bobo can't be on no. most improved player of the year. Yes. Yeah, but that doesn't but have to do with a winning team. He ain't winning. But six men of the year does, though. Six no, men of the year has to do with him being the best player coming off the, the bench. bench. 
yeah. for a winning team. No, no, that's no, six no, man no, of the no. year, bro. I think no, that, no, I think no, that's no. what I think that's what made draws a line right there because these it, these accolades they don't necessarily contribute to winning, bro. It's just the best six man of the year. Six man of the year is the best player coming off the bench. I mean, you, winning, you cannot tell team, bro. I think no, the only, it doesn't matter what the winning team is. The best player coming off the bench. So the you're going to give six man of the year to a team that's 13 in the West. Yeah, if he's coming off the bench and he's the best player. Of any bench player? Look who, who had it last year. Who had it last year? Wait, who did have it last year? <laughs> well, I know like Lou Williams. Lou Williams had it for like a, a long, a long a while, bro. Uh, Lou Williams had it for a while, but you wouldn't consider the Clippers the best team in the NBA, would you? No, he was the best player on the bench. Who was the most improved player of the year that year? Same a thing playoff for, team, bro. I think I think right now for I mean six man of the year. I mean Tyler Hero was at uh, was at a point where he was six man of the year, and they were candidate. winning. They were winning. Wait, the, what, but were the Miami Heat the best team in the NBA? Jordan Clarkson. They were winning last year though. They won last year. They were, they were a playoff team. Against, well, uh, they were, were on the Jazz. Were they the best team in the NBA? No, but they were a winning team. But they were a playoff team. Can we at least give it to a playoff player, bro? Nah. And if any playoff player deserves it, it's Tyus Jones. No, I feel like these these accolades are individual accolades. That's the thing, bro. The only thing I will give you, you to winning records will be MVP. We got Other Tyler here from Miami nah. Heat that were in the playoffs. Jordan Clarkson two years ago with the Utah that were in the playoffs. Montrezl Harrell from the LA Clippers in the playoffs. Lou Williams, both of your in the playoffs, Eric Gordon, Houston Rockets with them in the playoffs, bro. These are all playoff players, right the Houston here. Rockets, bro. Except for, come on, bro. You cannot tell me. Just think about it, bro. Tyler Hero, six man of the year. He was putting up great stats on a winning team. Uh, Russell Westbrook is putting up great stats on a losing team. That's my counter argument. It's the best player coming off the bench, though. It's not a matter. It it doesn't matter of you who had the Utah Jazz going. Make, making it. So did, we're gonna, did you really think that Utah Jazz was going anywhere? No, but it doesn't matter. It's like it's a playoff. It's a winning team. You're uh, contributing. So you're telling me we're gonna break all this tradition and give it to Russell Westbrook on a losing negative team? Yes, because Russell Westbrook is the best player off the bench. He is the best player off the bench. Come on, it's, it's like it's like no question. He has like a ninety nine point nine percent chance of winning the Sixth Man of the Year. He's a uh, the best player coming off the bench. I mean, I could, you can argue that Bobby Portis is having a good year as well. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's Westbrook who is the best player coming off the bench. It doesn't matter how – I feel like the six-man of the year award, it doesn't matter how good the team is. It's just the best player coming off the bench. <laughs> I feel like we're getting one. Russell Westbrook. Look at his stats. Malcolm – Malcolm – there ain't no doubt that Russell Westbrook is putting up great stats. That's it. Who do you have? Russell Westbrook or Michael Browder? Where the f*** is dude? They don't even exactly, have... Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because he's been doing it for so long, but his numbers or his production isn't as high as the players at the top of the list. I mean, like I said, I, I feel like Ty Jones is one of the best backup point guards in the NBA. But as far as six man of the year, people coming off the bench, there's people that are better than him. I'd give it... Like Westbrook. Why wouldn't you give it to and Jordan Westbrook Poole? is number one. Why wouldn't you give it to Jordan Poole? Because Why wouldn't he, you give it to Michael well, Bogdan? Well, Jordan Poole, he's kind of an exception because he's been starting a lot of games. I mean, Jordan, Steph Curry has been hurt a lot. So I feel like it's, it's kind of an exception for him. But even then, I would put Westbrook over Jordan Poole. Come on, but overall as a player, 
there's nothing that Jordan Poole, there's nothing, there's nothing that Jordan Poole could do better than Westbrook except for offense. If AD comes back and the Lakers climb up into the play-in slash playoffs, I'll give it to Russell Westbrook. But until then, I'm keeping Taj Jones. Call me delusional. Call me delusional because I just saw them win. Where is Taj Jones on this list? I mean, he's just disrespected, though. He's not even top 15. They got f***ing Kelly Oubre over Tyus Jones. Alec Burks and no Tyus Jones. Like, are you f***ing kidding me? Oh, there goes Tyus Jones behind Bruce Brown. Bruh, come on, man. Behind Alec Pokushevsky. Mo yeah. Wagner. Kelly Oubre. Bro, come on, bro. He's behind Patty Mills. Hold on now. Bro, this is just disrespect. Nah, this, this is Vegas is. Insider. This is just disrespect. No, this no, f- no. Disrespect. Who was that, Juan? Uh, Vegas Insider. Vegas Man, love Insider. Vegas. Don't you love Vegas? I'm, I'm finna call my, my boy in Vegas. I'm, I'm finna have them canceled. <laughs> yeah, that's not a reliable source. Nah, bro. Hell no. I'm not taking <laughs> bro. No, 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 no. Russell Westbrook, right there. Westbrook right there. Jordan Poole, Malcolm Brogdon, Benedict Mather, and Christian Wood, Malik Monk, Norman Powell, Bones Highland, Bobby Portis, and Malik Beasley. That's, not, that's, a, that's an all right list right there. All over Tyus Jones, bro? Mm, I don't know, bro. <sighs> um, I, mean, I mean, I agree with Westbrook over Tyus Jones. I don't agree with Jordan Poole over Tyus Jones because Jordan Poole has been starting a lot of the games because Steph Curry has been out. I also don't agree with Malcolm Brogdon over him. Benedict Matherin. He's been he's been going in. He's been going in. Yeah, uh, Christian was been going in. Malik Monk's been going in. Um, yeah, yeah. And Norman Powell. I mean, if you look at Norman, look at Norman Powell. Norman Powell's on his list, and the Clippers have been all right as well. They haven't been doing much. No, I mean, he's been starting a lot for them too. So, I mean. I guess it don't matter because of how inconsistent this yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, you know some I'm players start. Six men of the year is like it's, it. It doesn't matter about win or lose. It's not like the MVP. The MVP matters if you win or lose. You but six so? men of the year, yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, come on, bro. Yeah, the MVP definitely matters if you win. Definitely, it it definitely matters your rec- what your record is because if it, if it didn't matter what your record is, why don't we give it to Jason Tatum by default? Because he's not better than the the potential. <laughs> He's he's not better than the pimp pimp be. He's definitely not better than three people nah. in the NBA. Give it to me. Why he ain't? Why? How? He's on the winning in this team of the NBA. There, there's it's, something called they're Luka route, Doncic. They're in route in to world. win the NBA championship. There's something called Nikola Jokic in his world. There's something called and in Embiid in his world. <laughs> they don't have a better record than the Celtics though. The, the record doesn't matter to the MVP though. They got a Jalen Brown to me, though. Personally, I think Jalen Brown is the only thing that that could hold him up, even with Jason yeah, Tatum having a and, bad night. And the thing about that is, if you look at Jalen Brown's numbers, they're not that far off from Jason Tatum. So Jalen Brown is an MVP candidate. No, he's not. <laughs> Jason Tatum is better. But I'm saying the Celtics. If you take Jason Tatum off the, if you take Jason Tatum off of the Celtics, they're still gonna do good. They're still gonna be a playing team for sure. 100%. They're yeah. still going to be a play in. And they, and I would say, like, they, they'll be a playoff team. They're going to the championship team. That just uh, I don't know about that, but nah, smoking, they're not a championship team. Smoking good crack. But I'm saying, the Celtics are, so, are such a good team that even if you take Jason Tatum, come on, but Jalen Brown's numbers and the way he plays, it isn't that far off from Jason Tatum. He's going to take over. Just look at the other MVPs. If you take them off the team, their second best player is not. It it doesn't equate to Jalen Brown. It just doesn't. 
Yeah, Joel Embiid. Like. Who's their second best player? James Harden. Nah, he don't. He don't equate to Jalen Brown. I mean, I'm the biggest Jalen Brown stand, so no, none of them do. Jaw. Luka Doncic. Maybe Jaw. Jaw. If you take Jaw off the Memphis Grizzlies, who is their second best player? Desmond Bain. Does he equate to Jalen Brown? Yes. After a night, yes. <laughs> After tonight. Yeah, after tonight. After tonight, yeah, but in general, I'm high tonight. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> giving it to Devin Bain. Devin Bain a bucket. He's a little short arm bucket. I feel like tonight has been kind of kind of wild. I feel like no one has really standed out like that. Like no one has stood out like that. But it was just like a great team effort on both ends. You know, I was kind of disappointed by the starters. The starters for both teams. Oh well, shit. Both teams, but I would, I would say for Memphis, because for Cleveland, their starters outperformed Memphis tonight. Mm-hmm. And now imagine, what if Donovan Mitchell was playing tonight? Mm-hmm. How would the game turn out? They still losing. They still losing. Yeah. They still losing. No, I don't know, man. bro. It will be a it will be a tough game. I think they would have lost with Donovan Mitchell. Especially since John Morant wasn't clicking tonight. He still dropped 24, even when he wasn't clicking. So, I mean, I don't know, you know. The Grizzlies won by one point without Donovan Mitchell. The Cavs are without their best player. Memphis, I mean, Memphis could have lost this game. Easily could have lost. They were one basket away from losing this game. We were just one, one Stephen Adams possession away from losing it. One Dylan Brooks block away from losing it. Could have been interesting, but again, I mean, it is different when players play, but Memphis has the best winning streak in the NBA right now. Can't tell me nothing. Do we got the number one record? Tied for number number two. Number oh. two? Celtics got the best record. I'm talking about, uh, well, I mean, in, in the West. Tied. With who? Nuggets. Oh, nugget heads. We're number five dude. in points per game. We're Chicken number nugget one head. in rep rebounding. We're number eighth in defense. Nice, Historically, nice. all of the teams have won a championship, have been top ten in both um, points per game and opponents' points per game. Yeah, speaking speaking of the so, Memphis Grizzlies, I want to point – I want to uh, kind of point this out. Jaron Jackson has been underrated for defensive player of the year. He's been the – Anchor, along with Steve Adams for this Memphis Grizzlies team, who are the best team in the NBA, pretty much. And tonight, I think he had like four blocks. He had like four blocks today, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Three or four for sure. He does get in foul trouble every now and then. He got in foul trouble today. He had five fouls. And he, still had, and he still had four blocks. The amount of blocks he has, the defensive capabilities, his ability to switch from guard to big man. I mean, he plays the center position in four position and he can guard guards so jaron jason hasn't been talked about enough he should be a defensive player of the year candidate for sure give dylan brooks some love too bro i don't know i, I think it should go to jared jackson jr i'm, to just, be I'm just saying i'm not i'm not saying he's a top candidate i'm just saying bro show them some love bro dylan brooks he he's a good defender but a great if defender. he's going to if the war is going to go to anyone between those two he's going to have to be jared jackson jr as soon as he came back from his injuries, it was an immediate impact. I think his first game, he had a good amount of blocks, if I'm not mistaken. 
What's going on here? Just because the Memphis Grizzlies as a as a unit of the their pops defensively, bro. I mean, they've been known for years for having great defense. All I know, and it's nice to see them carry it, carry the legacy on. The Memphis Grizzlies are my favorites to win the championship, bro. Period. That's it. This is their best shot. That's my in, hot take in uh, franchise history. That's my hot take in a half a year of basketball. The Memphis Grizzlies, I got, uh, are are my favorite. They're gonna make it. I believe in them. They got this. Feel like still early, but they're top three. They're they're one of my top three favorites right now. But again, it's still too many teams have been injured. A lot of teams aren't healthy. We don't see the teams clicking as much, and we still have it to after All Star break. But as far as right now, they're definitely top three in my opinion to win the NBA championship. About your ish. Yeah, I have either Milwaukee, Boston. Memphis. I kind of want to put it in Denver, but I think they deserve it. I have a four-way tie between championship this year. They ain't going to put the Brooklyn Nets in there? I'm just playing. They've been doing good lately. I ain't going to lie. But something tells me once once it comes to playoff time, they're not going to click. They're going to fall apart. And you can mark this day. What, what day is to it? It is January Wednesday. Wednesday, the 18th, the Brooklyn Nets will fall apart. The Brooklyn Nets will fall apart in the playoffs. I agree. I'm with Ish. The, I mean, I feel like the Brooklyn Nets have a great – they have a great team, but playoff time, it's a different story. and I, I just don't feel like they have that. So you don't think they have the perfect personnel around them behind two of the best players to ever live, ISO-wise? I think they're going to crumble. Once playoff times comes around and the team switch gears and get into that zone mode, once once they lock in, I think Brooklyn's gonna crumble. Yeah, me too. Cause I feel like, I mean, as great as Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving has been in these games, I mean, they've been dropping. We've seen them drop thirty and drop forty, and the games have also been close as hell. So in the playoff time, I feel like teams are gonna let them. Go crazy, they they'll probably let KD or Kev, Kyrie Irving, one of the other, go off, and just shut down everybody else. And I don't feel like the Brooklyn Nets have that firepower, or I don't believe in them to be knocking down their shots or playing as much as great defense in order to, you know, bypass the other team or, you know, kind of even out the other team. So I feel like yeah, I mean, but I I if I was in the Eastern Conference Finals or even in Eastern Conference at all. You, in the Easter playoffs, I would not want to go against KD and Kyrie at all. But at the end of the day, I don't think that they're they're not making the finals or anything. If you want to win a championship, you got to have a handful of players that can provide night in and night out. What three players from Brooklyn can you rely to bring you buckets every <laughs> night consistently? Other than KD and Kyrie, TJ Warren. That's one. Yeah, said that's TJ one. Warren. Okay. It's gonna be. It's gonna be the Nets and the Grizzlies in the finals. Book it on your Bro. sports books. Nah. I think it's about time we end this. Brooklyn Nets, bro. The Brooklyn Nets and the Memphis Grizzlies are gonna be meeting in the finals, and the Grizzlies are gonna win in six. Who are the Nets book gonna it be on your FanDuel or on y'all sports book or y'all DraftKings? <laughs> 
Your MGM man, book it, man. Put it on. Stop it. Put it promo code JD thirty eighty. Promo code JD from deep. Book it, cause book nah, it. Nah. Get your five, get your first bet of five dollars risk free, <laughs> and put it on the Nets and the Grizzlies to make it out of the East and West. Nets and Grizzlies. Watching you make your thousands of dollars. I can see the Grizzlies, but the Nets. Yeah, I don't no know about the Nets. They have a ten percent chance. Underplaying. They have a higher chance, but no, nah, they're not making it. I can see Memphis making it, cause honestly, who, I don't see nobody in the West beating Memphis in a seven game series. The only team that could come close would be Denver. But even then, I think in the seven game series, Memphis got them. As great as Denver is, no disrespect to Denver. The Joker is is MVP caliber. Jamal Murray, he is a great. Point guard, but I feel like Memphis, they got. I mean, yeah, I mean, attitudes. I said like, like right now, I'm, I'm not gonna say Memphis is the will win the championship, but right now, it's as most open as it can be for the Memphis Grizzlies because there's no clear defined championship in the NBA right now. On both ends, is there's not a clear defined finals team in the Eastern Conference Finals or the Western Conference Finals. So I mean, Memphis has been playing great basketball all season. They've been progressing every season. So right now. I feel like there's the ch- this, this is this is the year that they have the chance to do so. So hopefully they get it done, and if they do get it done, you'll catch me on Bill. Catch you on the Bill Street. Memphis, 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 Memphis. Memphis. Uh, I'm gonna go crazy. Like, Memphis, 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 I'm gonna, Memphis, I'm gonna Memphis. do a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna just go crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, I'll just take a- take the pot track with us, put it on Bill. Let's go. Yeah, let's I'm do this. Around butt naked, yeah. Yeah. TNT style. Okay, I'm gonna have to walk around with this and shacking style and just can do. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Unless Why we not? probably get robbed or something. <laughs> yeah. Somebody nah. probably got down mics are like, <laughs> <laughs> smack one of our heads or something. <laughs> Take off uh, our headsets or something. Like, Nick. I'll probably get like a hotel room just like overlooking Bill and just like record from the, the back. Peabody. That'd be pretty straight. Uh, yeah, I mean, see. We definitely got hit a play again. We're going to be the top seed in the playoffs. So, hell we'll yeah. see where it goes from there. Damn, what are we losing the first round? Can you imagine that? What if we get sweat? No, I can't imagine that. Can you even imagine? I don't see your first round team beating us. That being said, can you, can you imagine Golden stages for If we lose in the first round, I will like bruh. pledge my allegiance bruh. to either the Blazers or the Raptors. I no. will no longer be a Grizzlies fan. <laughs> what will be worse if we will lose to Phoenix in the first round? Stop it! Bro. After they make Phoenix it is not even playing. making it, bro. <laughs> Stop! They're not even making it to the playing. That's that's how I know it's time to end, it, bro. It's over. said <laughs> <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. Grizzlies 2023 NBA Finals Championship. Y'all heard it here first. <laughs>